0: i
1: Welcome to the Radio Babes podcast. We're on a mission to motivate, empower, and inspire babes all over the world. Unstoppable confidence is the new black, awakening your inner CEO and chief empowerment officer.
0: We are your Radio Babes podcast hosts. I'm Natalie Riley, the business bombshell, founder of Unibypass, CEO, and award-winning entrepreneur. And I'm Charlie Bullis, podcast queen, side hustle startup, and plus size model. Each week, we bring to you exciting and often controversial guest interviews, the latest celebrity gossip, fitness trends, beauty hacks, and everything you need to empower you to live your best life.
2: Let's do this, babes.
0: She also also has a relatable personal story that many people are not aware of, which makes her particularly compass- compassionate to causes such as homelessness and national charity Share the Dignity.
2: Kylie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Yes, it was quite an introduction, wasn't it? <laughs> And the B52 song, I'm really upbeat listening
1: to that. <laughs> Fantastic. I know, it's a good one, hey. Um, so Kylie, tell us about you and the work that you're doing.
2: I uh, Yeah, I, I'm a, a woman who loves life, very passionate, loves what I do, um, loves investing in developing others very proud to be a nurse for 27 years yeah. and uh, I have worked in lots of management and executive positions throughout my career and right now really proud to be the and honoured to be the CEO of the Australian College of Nursing. Wow, Wow! That's
1: huge achievements, fantastic. So um, you have a personal story that I guess only a few people sort of know but it has led you to have such a passionate involvement um, with the CEO Sleepout and also other charities like Share the Dignity so can you tell us what this personal story is and and how it's changed
2: you? Yeah I can Charlie and you're asking me the tough questions because normally I give very generously and support many things and not many people ask why but you've you've done that (laughs) um, and I appreciate you asking why. Uh, in my 20s, I needed to leave a, a marriage with my two children of domestic violence. And, you, you know, I, I know that I'm a smart person and I never grew up in that. And I, you sometimes think, how did you get yourself in these positions? And, I, you know, whenever I hear another woman dies each week of domestic violence, I, there is, a you know, my heart aches, but there's a part of me that knew that might have been me. Yeah. And so what I have really done as part of my my role and my life is get myself and my kids in, you know, heal, spend a lot of time healing and getting back into a place where we're fully functioning as, as healthy adults. But also any opportunity I get to advocate for anyone uh, in vulnerable groups, I do, and to use my position or my voice or any influence that I may have to support vulnerable communities particularly women and children, but of course we know that men suffer in different ways as well. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah that's,
0: that's, that's incredible. Am, that, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Um,
1: well done to you. Seriously, that is huge. And then, yeah, to pass it on and help other people, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, you're like a everyday hero. Yeah, you're like oh. Florence
1: Nightingale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a big call. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie, you're invited to speak all over Australia on international stages. You recently delivered a keynote speech at the Institute of Continuing Education. What's your message? Do you want to share with nurses about their careers?
2: Yeah, it was it was great speaking at the Institute of Continuing Education because my original, my background as a clinical nurse is an intensive care nurse and that um, wow. that conference that I spoke to was uh, talking to hundreds of uh, intensive care nurses and critical care nurses from around the country. So it did feel like coming home in many ways. And one of the messages that I send uh, in all the, the speeches that I give around the country and overseas is very much around understanding the importance that uh, nurses make to communities and to individuals. There is no health care uh, without nurses. The World Health Organization Director General, Dr Tedros, made that very clear when he started there. There is no health without nursing. Yeah. And for me it's about empowering nurses to understand the difference that we make. Mm-hmm. Patients and communities know the difference that we make for yeah. Years in a row, we've been voted as the most trusted and ethical profession. And I think sometimes we, under, we undersell and underestimate ourselves. And very much the message that I send is understand how, what leadership means in this day and age, in the 21st century, and how important uh, nursing leadership is to the future of healthcare to really improve chronic disease, patient conditions, patient experiences, and to really drive the health of the nation.
0: Well wow. how can how can nurses further their careers through personal and professional development
2: Nurses are highly educated uh, and uh, we we we're, we're knowledge workers and we always invest very, I would rarely ever meet a nurse that is not professionally developing yeah. and so the beauty of a, a career in nursing or health is that in fact you can have many careers within the one industry so I started off in nursing as a Uh, as a nursing intensive care, as I mentioned. Then I went into aged care and I've had an amazing career in aged care. Then I've gone into management and uh, managing public hospitals as a director of nursing and an executive. So you get lots of opportunities. But it's really important that um, we consolidate our learning once we're an undergraduate and we register, that we get into, uh, once we've transitioned into the workplace, get into some postgraduate qualifications, We're very proud here at the Australian College of Nursing. We offer 18 graduate certificates. So we really support nurses to cement their clinical career. Um, Since 2004, we've we've actually educated 74,000 nurses, which is pretty amazing. And so then once you've got your clinical qualifications and you're really cementing in your specialty area or your area of interest, I always then encourage people to go on and either do a master's in management or clinical leadership or health management. and, uh, And then even having done that, I did my master's years ago. And only a few years ago, I went back and did a certificate three in dementia care. I've got a certificate two in continence management. So it's not about actually then you get to a point where you don't really need the qualification for the job, but you should always be invested in professional development. And then equally important, and I think especially for nurses, because we give so much to so many people every day and then come home and generally do it for our families and friends, is personal development. And that's really taking the time to work on well-being, mindfulness, whether that's meditation, making sure we exercise, making sure that we understand who we are, what baggage or or what challenges that we bring to the table and work on them so that they get out of the way and nothing triggers us in the care that we deliver or in the management that we provide.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I guess you guys must have to do a lot of, um, like, managing of your own emotions and all that kind of thing. And as you say, you're working long hours, long shifts, and, you know, that also works in with different sleep patterns and that kind of thing. Those can have massive effects on on nurses, can't they?
2: Uh, Look, you it's it's that balance because when you're at work there's so many stories what we want is for nurses we go into the, the profession because we care and it's very much where people from the heart as well as obviously from the head or you know you, we know we're smart but we've also got those very strong elements of compassion and caring but if we don't keep in balance uh we don't want people who lose that because they need to survive Uh, so it's knowing then how to be able to let go of the day and spend a little bit of time and a lot of nurses, you're absolutely right come home and then just go straight into the character of taking care of family and friends or caring for older parents and going to the next job of of our roles like myself as a a single mother for many years and it's, it's working out how to find the balance in that steal that little bit of time that we need uh, to make sure that we're okay. One of the things that I would love to see more of is uh, clinical supervision for nurses. Other professions get it, but we actually don't. So it's how do you work through all of the stuff of the day, uh, keep all of the best parts of being compassionate and, and having empathy and kindness and then strong enough to advocate for the patients because we definitely need to do that if they cannot advocate for themselves. Uh, and balance that all with with still feeling whole and healthy. Yeah, wonderful.
1: Well, just quickly, Kylie, I know you're very passionate about starting healthy conversations, especially in relation to Men's Health Week and National Palliative Care. Um, How can our listeners start healthy conversations with their loved ones?
2: Yeah, they're both two really important topics. And, you know, I'm I'm worrying about um, our men. I'm an advocate for women and children, but, of course, our men have... um, different experiences, but often they have poorer health outcomes than women. Uh, It's said um, by the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare back in 2015-2016 that one in every two Australian males has a chronic disease. They'll have higher rates of suicide, substance abuse, higher rates of mental health. I would encourage everybody out there, men and women, daughters, sisters, friends, mothers, to really get men to, to talk they often have shorter, um, shorter times when they go to the doctor, their GPs, and they, they come later when illness has already started. So let's destigmatize mental health. Let's uh, get men really looking at men's health and going to the doctor, uh, talking to, uh, if there's nurse-led clinics, talking to health professionals and knowing that it is okay that they are just as important and their health matters, and that they really need to start the conversations early. And we need to support them to do that.
1: Fantastic, that's incredible, Kylie. And thank you so much for all the work that you do. And as you say, nurses are just such a crucial thing. And I always take my hat off to anyone that, if I meet them and they say they're a nurse, yeah, I'm like, wow, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and, they do so much. Yeah, ambos, fireys, anyone in in the um, public service, just yeah, we take our hats off to oh, them. So, you thank
2: know, you. That, all of the triple O professions, really, uh, you know, there's something about us that is service orientated and uh, there there wouldn't be a person that I haven't met along the way that doesn't want to make a difference to communities and if I can just go back you did ask me about palliative care can I just say one thing if oh, yeah. I'm, I'm giving a shout out uh, to your listeners care. one of the things that we're doing here at the college is uh, we've got a policy chapter on end of life care and I'm really um, wanting to get on the agenda this year and really get strength in the conversations around end-of-life care discussions. It's really important that people get to die with dignity and that it is their choice. And the more that we start talking about uh, the end of our life and uh, what that means for us and how families will cope with that is really important. There's lots of information. Governments are doing a lot of work. We're doing a lot of work. But if we can get Uh, all Australians having that conversation would be a tremendous difference to the experience and the memories that are made for those that we love and lose.
1: Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for saying that. That's really important. I know we've all got someone in our lives um, that, yeah, sort of might be going through something like that. So that's really important that you're doing that work. So again, thank you. And how can our listeners um, connect with you or find out more about your work?
2: Uh, Well, the Australian College of website always keeps things updated. I personally, I'm on on, uh, Twitter at Kylie Ward so they can keep connected with me there. The Australian College of Nursing is on uh, Twitter, so uh, ACN underscore tweet. And certainly our Facebook page, we love communicating. Please like it, send us messages. Uh, we It's the connection that nurses love and it's definitely the connection that we love with communities and with nurses all over the, the country. Uh, so plenty of ways to find us. Pop in Australian College of Nursing or Kylie Ward and you'll be able to connect with us.
1: Oh, fantastic! Well, ACN CEO, adjunct uh, professor Kylie Ward, thank you so much for coming on the show today, and um, we love your message. And yeah, we we thank you for your time.
2: Thank you so much, oh. Kylie. Thanks, Natalie. Thanks, Charlie. Great speaking to you both. Thanks.
1: Bye. Bye. <music>